0: Hey, everybody. It's your host, Christina Royster, aka Miss Chris D on Instagram and Twitter. Welcome back to Young, Black, and Opinionated. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at the YBO podcast. And make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen. On today's episode, I have put y'all on as usual. I'm going to put y'all on to my favorite thing this week. I'm also going to talk about music, TV. Um, We got some news in here and also a little scandal to share with you guys so stay tuned for this episode okay guys i have an exciting put y'all on this week i'm gonna put you guys on to the vital beauty company this is a basically a natural hair care line but also it has a unique twist so the ceo and founder is tiana b she's a 21 year old penn state grad with a ba in telecommunications so the whole twist is that it's kind of television themed since she studied telecommunications. Um, The Vital Beauty Company also goes by TV Beauty Company. Um, It's really cool because she puts everything in this lens of television. Like she comes out with this um kind of short magazine called The TV Guide. She has kind of a TV show to go along with her products called Raw Beauty. And I've been following her on Instagram and I really think you guys should check it out. Um, Purchase her... Hair care oil and watch the latest episode of Raw Beauty. I think it's a cool idea. There's a lot of natural hair care lines out there. Actually, I'm going to put you guys onto the fact that I also became a um, curl ambassador for Eden Body Works, so that's cool. You'll see some more sponsored posts for me soon on Instagram. But yeah, like I said, you know, there's a lot of natural hair care lines out there, but I think hers really stands apart with this unique spin of television and communications. So again, that's the Vital Beauty Company. Oh, I should have probably pulled up the social media. Well, I'll tag it for you guys so you can follow along. It's it's TV Beauty Company on Instagram. So that is my put y'all on for this week. All right. So we are still currently on lockdown pandemic, quarantine, self-isolation, social distancing, all that jazz. Um, more importantly, the parks are being reopened. Thank you, Jesus, because, um, well, this is kind of a tangent. But let me just tell y'all how I was taking walks in the park for exercise since the gyms were closed. Then they closed the parks. So I started walking around my neighborhood, and my boyfriend and my family and my friends are already aware of this story. Story, But listeners, I need to tell y'all the fact that I was getting catcalled on my walks around my neighborhood. Like, I can't even exercise. I don't under... And you know, the th- to me, I'm like, oh, I'm looking dusty. I'm looking crusty. Nobody gonna try to talk to me. I have on a sweatshirt. Haven't done my hair in four days. I'm wearing basketball shorts. But niggas don't care. And they still try to talk to me while I'm walking down the street. 5pm just trying to get my speed walk in and this guy pulled his car over to the side of the road to talk to me. Mind you he had no teeth like even if I even if I wanted to be approached like this, which nobody doesn't, I still wouldn't give you the time of day. But anyways, this happened to me like three times. So I'm super grateful that the parks are reopening soon. And I can't wait to just, you know, get in some nature. Like, who else is tired of being in the house? Uh, Speaking of which, apparently, this website, The Daily Meal, has calculated some data about the most searched recipes by each state. So I'm in New Jersey, and apparently, the most searched recipe in New Jersey is salmon. People are looking up salmon recipes. I love me some salmon. I actually haven't had any. In a minute, but overall, they said people are also searching a lot for banana bread recipes. That sounds so good right about now because if you're like me, you're tired of cooking. I go to the grocery store, I spend almost $200 on groceries, and I still end up ordering Chipotle because, which mm, Chipotle had a scandal last week. I don't know if Chipotle is, is, I don't know if it's too good to be eating Chipotle right now. But if you're anything like me, you buy groceries and then you're like, I. I'm tired of eating chicken every single day. How many ways can I eat chicken? Actually, I bought some dill sauce I forgot about. Maybe I'll try that. But anyways, how's quarantine going? I just realized that I've been working from home for seven weeks. That's so crazy. But also, I think that we've all come to terms with the fact that we can pretty much do anything online, like schooling, work. Why go into a physical place? Um, Travis Scott had a tour astronomical tour on Fortnite, the video game service this virtual tour uh had 12.3 concurrent viewers at one time 12.3 million sorry 12.3 million viewers at one time so this also makes me think about the future of music and concerts because are we when are we ever going to be in huge crowds like that again i just think i just think back to The concerts and festivals that I've been to pressed up against people's bodies in the heat, breathing on each other, stepping on each other, trying to get as close to the stage as possible. Who wants to subject themselves to that these days? When is this ever going to be over? You know, I did a poll for my job. I um, do social media at Fast Company and I did a poll asking people, when do you think we're going to return to work? Summer? Fall? 2021? Never? Never? I personally think fall, but I think my job is trying to go back by the summer. But anyways, like, it just makes you think, I don't know. And also the fact that, you know, going back to like the um, different live events and everything on social media, you know, where else do you get to see Teddy Riley and Babyface for free? I would never, ever have access to them if it were not for social media. So now that we have these tools at our disposal, like, I don't know. It's starting to shine light on the fact that we don't have to pay for a lot of stuff. Like, do you have to pay for Fortnite? Do everybody who watch that watch it for free? Like, I don't know. I mean, there's nothing like the experience of going to a concert and seeing your favorite artist live, but I don't think that's possible right now. So now everybody's kind of just reworking their plans and figuring out how we can go on. I know one thing for sure is malls were already dying and now there's probably no hope for them. Which is so sad because if you listen to the show, you know I hate online shopping. You know I hate online shopping. Um, anyway, speaking of Travis Scott, happy birthday to Travis Scott. He turned 28 this week. Um, it's always so crazy to me to think about the fact that like some of my favorite celebrities aren't that much older than me. Kaylani, I'm pretty sure, is 24, 25. And I just think being in the spotlight kind of matures people. Like Megan Thee Stallion, I'm pretty sure she's the same age as me as well. But being in the spotlight, having all this money... I don't know. It just makes you look so much older. It ages you. And um, Travis Scott, speaking of Travis Scott, he came out with a single called The Scots uh, in collaboration with Kid Cudi, and they came out with some merch to go along with it. And this was a huge debut. Apparently, it beat out Billie Eilish's um, song for the most streams on Spotify, I believe this song the scots had 7.4 million streams so shout out to Travis Scott still doing him is he still with Kylie Jenner I don't even know and that just reminded me of the Jenners I'm kind of going on a, a tangent here but somebody as you can probably tell it's getting very boring in the sports world there's not a lot going on because there's no live sports so one of these sports pages tweeted um these are all the basketball players that Kylie Jenner has dated like how many points do you think this team is putting up? And she retweeted it, quoting, saying, um, you know, it's really amazing to me that people try to tell me what to do with my coochie or something like that. And I was like, damn, Kendall don't really be speaking out like that, but she had enough of y'all. She said, that's that. Uh, whew. I mean, that's why I can't be in the spotlight. I don't want nobody judging me for how many people I dated, who I dated. I don't really keep up with that stuff at all, to be honest. So the only couple that I... Well, I'm not really keeping up with them, but I see them on Twitter from time to time. Quavo and um, Sweetie, they really look happy and they really look in love. And then people be like, oh my God, wow, Quavo treats Sweetie so good. And then other people comment like, y'all really praise niggas for treating their girlfriends regular. Like, you'd be surprised that niggas actually like their girlfriends. And that is so true. Like, why do we praise people for doing what they're supposed to do? Like, oh my God, wow, he actually didn't cheat on her. Oh my God. It's crazy to me. Um, while we're in this uh music realm, let's talk about um, Sir and Boogie. I like this song, rapper Weed. Check that out. It's a nice little R and B vibe. Um, feeling that, but also very slept on is K Camp's um latest album, Kiss Five. I really fuck with this album. Like, I need I need y'all to go take a listen or take another listen. Um, I mean, we all know K Camp has had plenty of hits in the past, but he was a little quiet. And then the whole renegade lottery, TikTok dance and song blew up. And now he came out with this album and I am really liking it. It's a nice R and B, R and B hip hop vibe. I would say kind of cross in between. Um, I don't know. Check that out. I wanted to give you guys a little synopsis of it real quick. Hold on. We got Fabo on there. Jacquees. Is it Jacquees or Jacquees? I'll be messing it up, um Ari Linux, Jeremiah, yeah, really good stuff i I just you know I can listen to it straight through that's how I like it um, but we all know what we're here for, music, let's talk about the beyonce and Megan the stallion remix of Savage, so somebody, my friend Brianna, who's been on the show, she texted me like Beyonce remix Savage. And at first, it didn't click Savage. I didn't think of the Beyonce song. For some reason, I thought of 21 Savage. And I was like, what? But then I remembered the name of the Megan song, is Savage. And honey, wow, Beyonce came to play. She said, I mean, people were talking about how this remix is really a true me- remix where you rework the whole song. It's not just a little f- feature. It's not just a little verse. It completely sounds like a new song. And I'm sure people will be playing this way more than the original. And that's okay because as I was telling my friends, I feel like Beyonce is one of those people. If you get her on a remix, you're set in stone. You're golden. And Megan, she's already had Hot Girl Summer with Nikki. Now she's got a remix with um, Beyonce. There's not much else after that like she has reached stardom and I really think that um another person who does this is Drake I feel like as soon as Drake gets on your remix like that just puts you on the map I'm thinking about Tanache Two on when he did that remix I'm thinking of um Fetty Wap remember when Drake got on that Fetty Wap remix um what else oh summer walker when drake got on the remix i just feel like adding drake to a song just gives it that star power and elevates your career so i feel like this beyonce track is the same thing plenty of amazing quotes that the girlies will definitely be quoting on instagram and their captions my personal favorite if you don't jump to get your jeans on then i can't relate to you baby and that's that (laughs) listen well i don't know how naturally thick beyonce is some people have said she had worked on that's not that's not really my business. I don't care. The point is, it's relatable. And, you know, her line in the remix about, um, what was it? TikTok, OnlyFans, Demon Time. She basically put every Gen Z trend in one lyric. And I don't know, do you guys think she's trying too hard to be relevant? I had a conversation with my boyfriend this week about how some artists are timeless. And, and Beyonce's, what, 40 years old? And her career has no end in sight. But with that, she probably does have to... I mean, I don't, I don't think Beyonce has to try too hard to be relevant with younger audiences, older audiences. So I feel like that lyric was kind of pushing it. Like, she didn't have to do all that. But she definitely um, co-signed OnlyFans. So now the hoes will be hoes in peace. I mean, look, I personally... Think OnlyFans is genius. You're basically selling exclusive content. I think it's a great idea. I think people have probably given out nudes for free for years. Why not make some money off of it? But I personally don't think I could do it. If I did OnlyFans, I might do some feet pics or something. But I definitely can't be selling my coochie. And then when I'm on Twitter, and I hate when people retweet porn on my timeline. Please keep that to yourself. But when I'm on Twitter and I see this stuff for free, I'm like what content could you possibly have on your OnlyFans? I already see it on my timeline. Like is is it this is just a preview? What are you really selling? I have no idea cuz I'm seeing people I don't even want to get into it. Let's just say I saw a disturbing video of bodily fluids. Anyways, yeah, check out how did I get there? Oh yeah, Beyonce OnlyFans, check out the Savage remix. And thank you, Blue Ivy. I don't know if she was behind it, but I have a feeling that she... I have a feeling Blue Ivy is a mastermind. Um, Let's get into television. I finally sat down and watched Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. Again, Kerry Washington with her teeth acting. That's the best way to describe it. she really be using them things. And overall, the show was really good. I actually did cry at certain parts. Um, Check it out if you haven't seen it yet. If you have seen it, my opinion is that I personally would rather deal with Elena than deal with Mia. Kerry Washington's character, Mia, was just so annoying to me. I just couldn't. And she was just such an angry black woman sometimes. And um, that's all I'm going to say without giving it away. But at least Elena, her character, she was... Stereotypical white mom, at least you know, that's her role. She plays it, she does what's expected of her. Mia, I expected her to be a cool black mom, she wasn't, she was annoying as fuck. Also, since we're talking about stereotypical white women, this whole controversy these days about Karen, Becky, the nerve of people. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me break it down basically. You know how in conversation, when you're just referring to a random white lady at work, you might call her Susan, you might call her Karen, you know, you're just telling a story like uh, Karen, that Karen over there complaining to the manager. Well, apparently white women are getting mad that we're calling them Karen and they're comparing, they're comparing it to a racial slur, not a racial slur, but yeah, a racial slur, I guess you could say, how the hell does Karen possibly compare to the N word? It doesn't, it can't, it's not possible. So that whole thing is just null and void. Just scratch that out. Don't even bring me that bullshit. But um, I did retweet a nice chart, if you guys need help, distinguishing between a Becky, a Karen, and a Susan. It all comes down to age, really. A Becky is, you know, early 20s, and a Karen is more 30, 40. Susan is 50 and older, if anybody was wondering. And their counterparts would be a Brett, a Chad, and what was the other one? Probably a, a Steve- Um, if you're wondering of how to distinguish old white males and women, but yeah, I just don't understand how anybody could possibly be offended by calling Karen. I mean, I guess it's like saying all black women are Laquisha or whatever, or Shanene, but Laquisha and Shanene just sound terrible. Karen is the actual name. Like, how dare you? White people just want to be mad about anything. And that brings me to white people protesting the stay-at-home, shelter-in-place lockdown orders. How the fuck can you protest something that was made to keep you safe? And they're talking about, it's my right if I want to wear a mask or not. Okay, go ahead and die. The stupid people, like, look, when it comes to evolution, Darwinism, the stupid people are always going to weed themselves out. We don't have to get mad, and we don't have to raise arms, because they're going to kill themselves. That's how, if they're going to keep acting like this, they're going to kill themselves. Anyways... I was talking about TV, y'all. Um, The trailer has dropped for Michelle Obama's becoming documentary on Netflix. I can't wait. I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't finish the book. I'm not a reader, but I will definitely watch a documentary, okay? Um, we also got Space Jam 2, A New Legacy. So Bron Bron finally showed the logo for that. I'm excited. You guys might take my black card for this, but I actually have never seen Space Jam from beginning to end. Obviously, I've seen parts of it, I'm a 90s baby, but I don't really remember watching the whole movie. So I definitely need to do that before this one comes out. And I think it's really cool. They named it a new legacy. You know, LeBron James is the Michael Jordan of our time. And I think that kids need something new for themselves. You know, that's why they keep making these remakes. Um, I mean, nothing's ever going to beat the classic, but I think it's it's a cool idea. And I can't wait to see that. And finally, I wanted to talk to you guys about Insecure. So I'm still watching this. We're on episode, what, three, four of this season. And most importantly, I wanted to talk about the last episode I watched where Issa was talking to her brother and she basically said, I feel like Lawrence has matured and wised up and become this amazing guy and Condola gets to reap the benefits. While I was dating Lawrence, he was a work in progress. He, you know, he was a bum. I had to I had to deal with all this stuff and I had to have the patience. And now that we broke up, he became a better person. And it made me think about if I've ever dated a work in progress. And I definitely have. And the difference between me and Issa is, I will say, I didn't stick around to see what happened after the fact. On the show, Issa has no choice but to kind of hang around her ex because they have the same friends. They still follow each other on social media. I don't do that. I don't really follow my exes or have friends in common with them at all. Like once I'm done with somebody, I'm done. So I'm not really lurking or looking at their life. Um, Or maybe I just didn't love them or care care about them enough to do that. I don't know. (laughs) I'm also blocked by one of my exes, I think. So I really can't do that. But the point I'm trying to make is like, insecure is definitely hitting on some relatable topics that's why I love this show they continue to surprise me um I don't know even on that same episode Molly's Molly's mad because her she found out years later that her dad cheated on her mom and you know I had that revelation too like wow my dad cheated on my mom and my mom cheated on my dad like we think our parents are superheroes they can never possibly do something like that but her brother said like uh you know Dads are still niggas, just older, <laughs> and it's so true. Like, our parents are human. Our dads are still men. At the end of the day, they probably did some things that they'll take to the grave that we'll never know. So I really like this show. I like how this season is going. Make sure you guys check it out. Um, ugh, Issa is just one of my favorites. And then I watched Issa's Instagram story because one of the characters' name is Condola, and I too was like, where the hell did they get this name from? And she still really didn't quite answer it. But basically, um, one of the writers said that when he was young and he was dating, he was looking for his Claire Huxtable. So he, he asked himself, you know, what would Lawrence's Claire Huxtable be named on Insecure? And he came up with Condola. I was hoping there would be a better explanation for that name, but no luck. But, um, yeah, check out Insecure, please. I'm paying $15 a month for HBO if y'all want to use my account. Um, so we can have a watch party. All right, finally, I want to talk about this Doucet Palooza scandal. So if you're not familiar with Doucet Palooza, it's basically one big party. It's like America's, not America's, let me rephrase, young black America's favorite party. A couple years ago, um, this guy started out with Henny Palooza and he couldn't get Henny on board. That was the problem. That's why they changed the name. Um, they ended up calling it Duce Palooza. And it's just one big event. It's really fun. You know, it started out as like a basement party and then it got so big that they had the last one at the Barclays Center. And I think they were co-signed by Rock Nation or Jay-Z or something like that. And I've never actually been to a Duce Palooza event, but I've been to an event where they had a presence. Um and it was fun. They just hype up the crowd, play good music, take shots at Dusset, and it's a good time. And it is a predominantly male team. I'm, I think the team is like four or five guys. And just this past week, everything came crashing down. Some women came out with accusations of sexual assault against one of their team members, Chris Styles, And from there, I just got word today that another woman um, accu- accused their team member, Cam. And that really hurts because obviously I don't know these people personally but I went to an event and Cam was a speaker and I really believed in everything he was talking about he seemed like a genuine guy and maybe he is but he's also touchy-feely and that's not cool with me at all so the question here lies and I posted this on the YBO Instagram does one bad apple ruin the whole bunch because after finding this out a lot of um, people were saying, you know, I'm done with Duse Palooza. If I found out that one of the team members is rapey, I'm not going to their event. I'm not supporting them. They're not getting my coin, but can we blame the whole team for one guy being accused of sexual assault? Should we just cut him off and keep it pushing? Or is the whole event canceled? Is Duse Palooza totally canceled? And the thing, the thing that I found interesting was, he put on his Twitter an apology like, yeah, I'm sorry for my actions in the past. You know, I was young and dumb. So you're basically admitting to it. And then he was like, you guys are going to say whatever you want. So I'm going to go on Instagram Live and tell my story. I never did get around to watching his Instagram Live. So I'm not sure what he had to say. But the tweets were enough for me. Like, you admitted to doing it. So what, is there, what else is there to no, know? Like, and when people say, all right, I fucked up. I did this in college and issue an apology... Is that it? Is all forgiven? Like, what if Harvey Weinstein was just like, you know what? I did do this and I'm sorry. Is it like, all right, you're cool now. We're good with you. I don't think so. I think once you do it, you're tarnished forever. I think they did, do say Palooza, end up firing him. But what's interesting, they, they announced it on Twitter, but they didn't say his name. I had to do a bit of digging to find out his name. And I feel like that's just a little weird to me too. If you guys are going to own up to the fact that one of your team members committed sexual assault, why don't you say their name, you know? Um what else? Something some other point that I wanted to make. But I mean, also, do say Palooza not to say that like sexual assault should be as- associated with partying and alcohol, but I feel like a male dominated party completely themed around alcohol might not be the best environment for women. I mean, Women have a right to party. Women have a right to drink, do say, drive the boat. But I just feel like, why didn't they have any women on their team? I think they might have one woman on their team, like a photographer. And I don't know. I I would like to speak with her and find out if she felt the vibe. And also, I'm not trying to blame anybody, but I just feel like if Chris Styles was doing this at events, don't you think somebody, don't you think one of the homies knew they were friends? Don't you think somebody knew and they turn another cheek? Like, oh, that's just Chris. That's how he do. He always be macking, talking to the girls. It's not macking or talking to the girls. And this goes back to what I was saying earlier about getting catcalled on my walks. Like, If somebody wants to talk to me at a party, like say Palooza, fine. Come correct. And if I say no, leave it at that. What the fuck is so hard about no means no? I still don't understand. I, I, guess, I guess it's like a, a male, alpha male, like, Conquering, conquering kind of thing, like dominance thing. If somebody says no, you're like, oh, they must be out of their mind. Or you're trying to like prove them wrong. Like, no, no means no. So, um I don't know what's gonna happen to this business, but I'm sure if Jay Z was involved, he definitely don't want to be involved now. And, I mean, their whole their whole whole business is events anyway. We're not having events right now anyway, so. This might just be the downfall of Duce Palooza. And it's so sad because you, you we're rooting for anything black. We are. We really are rooting for anything black. And um, it's just like, why did the brothers have to mess up? And I think he's also a part, of, this guy Chris Stiles is also a part of um, Kappa Alpha Psi fraternity. So you're just making all your organizations look bad. But that's what I'm saying. Like one guy doesn't determine how a whole organization behaves so let's just keep that in mind all right but um yeah that's all i got for you guys stay tuned for um my last segment here all right i lied i don't have a last segment i just want you guys to follow the ybo podcast on instagram and facebook and follow me on instagram and twitter Miss Chris, D-M-I-S-S-C-H-R-I-S-D-E-E. And let me just tell you how some people this week tried to keep YBO down, tried to get it our way, but we're back and better. I'm going to just leave it at that. Um, you know, I had some issues with Apple, but we back. And yeah, you guys can listen on Spotify, Apple, Anger. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, rate and review those ratings and those reviews help me a lot. I'm trying to get paid. Look, period. Um, Dang, it's 2020. Are we ever going to stop saying period? Not likely. All right, talk to you guys next week. Bye.